Welcome back to the Worldview Minute. As we continue to build the foundations of the Christian worldview, we really do have to stop and ask the question, I'm sure some of you are thinking this, why is this taking so long? Why are we not jumping into the hottest issues today? And we, we did a little bit of that in the, in the last series. But there really are a lot of Christian podcasts that do that. Their agenda is marked by whatever the latest war is within the church or whatever the latest headlines are outside of the church. And it's good and necessary for us to confront those things. And I want the church to do that. The church must do that. But the goal of this podcast is slightly different. I want to build the foundation of the Christian worldview, start applying it to those major areas of life so that you are not dependent upon this Christian teacher or that Christian teacher to know how to think about the next thing that happens. You shouldn't have to wait for a podcast to come to understand why these things are wrong or why something is true. And as you look at the foundation of the Christian worldview, as we take the time to build that, at the center of it is Scripture. It's the Word of God. Without that, we're totally lost. We've been appealing to the Word of God throughout this, but now we need to zoom in here and speak about the Word of God. And the Word of God really is a form of revelation. And Scripture tells us that there are two general types of revelation. And what that really means is that everything you come to know, Everything you learn and that you truly know that is true, that matches reality, is is given to you through revelation. You don't come to know anything on your own. You are a finite, limited, independent individual. You may learn things, but you're learning those things as God reveals them to you. Whether he reveals them to you through his word or through general revelation. So the Bible speaks of these two types of revelation. General revelation, which is living in God's world, in his creation, that there are truths being revealed to you about that creation, about yourself, and about God. And then there is a special revelation, God's special act of revealing himself through words and actions as recorded in his word, Scripture. And today we're going to dive into general revelation, and then we're going to unpack special revelation in the upcoming uh, episodes in this series. And I want to start here by reading to you two passages about general revelation, because we wouldn't know, we wouldn't have these categories without scripture, without special revelation. So uh, it's Psalm chapter 19, and then Romans 1. Let me read these to you. The heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day, they pour out speech, and night to night they reveal knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. Psalm 19 tells you that living in this universe is as if the whole universe is screaming out to you day to day that speech is being poured out, and you hear it, that God exists. The glory of God. Whether you're looking at the beauty of a mountain, the sunset, You're contemplating the idea that humans actually can think and reason and think about thinking. Whether you look at the intricacy of the cells or the fact that this universe is finely tuned for human life, you have this universe, because it was created by God, crying out to you daily saying, God exists. God exists. And this is his character. Well, what is his character that is being revealed to you? Romans chapter 1. Paul says this, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and the unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. And he then goes on and he speaks about how man will then suppress the truth and unrighteousness and distort it and worship the creation instead of the creator. So what Paul is saying here is that 
God has revealed himself, certain characteristics about himself in his creation, that you can see his power, you can see his design, you can see his eternality in creation. But that man takes that, he distorts it, and he twists it into nothingness. So what are some attributes then of general revelation? Well, first, everyone has access to it. To be a creation in God's creation, to be a creature in God's creation, is to be partaking in his general revelation. Every single person who has ever existed, no matter what demographic they find themselves in, intellectual ability, has God revealing himself to them through his creation. That's what it means to live in God's world. You cannot escape his revelation of himself in his creation. Second, that means everyone has, or it is sufficient for some knowledge. You don't need to be a Christian to know that mathematics works. You don't need to be a Christian to know that the scientific method works. Now, Christianity alone provides the necessary foundation for those things. But you can go about in God's world, assuming the Christian worldview, without actually really being a Christian and function just fine. But the more you eat away and contradict that, the harder it is going to become for you to really hold to those things, to live in reality as it is. That is why Paul warns us about suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. So we have today people who say things like mathematic is, or mathematics are uh, systemically racist. Why do you say that? It's very clear. It's evident. It's self-evident to them that two plus two equals four. But without Christianity, if you eat away at that foundation, eventually you contradict what is really there because Christianity is true to what is there. And so what we have here is this idea that everyone has access to it. It is sufficient for some truth, but man has a tendency to suppress it. And then on top of that, general revelation is not sufficient for salvation. You cannot be saved through general revelation at, at all. You come to know that you're a sinner. You can even come to know that there is a God who exists. But you cannot know that God the Son came down to earth, took upon himself a human nature, went to the cross, died in your place for his sins, and rose again on the third day. That requires a special act of revelation. God verbally communicating it, and that is exactly what we have in Scripture. And finally, then, we can see that every rival religion, every rival belief system, builds itself off of some element or elements of truth found in general revelation. Right? You can't go about living in this world and get absolutely everything wrong. Right? Some things are being revealed to you and you can know those things to be true. And people build entire systems on it and they take their system and they twist, they distort that truth. And in some ways end up making it not true. But the Christian can come to them and instead of affirming their overall system can say, this is true, even though it contradicts everything else you believe. And let me tell you why it's true and then bring the Christian worldview into that. So as we look about this, or look at this then, we need to think about what's the interplay then between general revelation and special revelation. And we're going to unpack this more in coming episodes, but really we need to see that even though both are forms of revelation, that special revelation is over and above general revelation. That we don't know about the categories without special revelation, and special revelation is needed for salvation, and that there is a categorical difference between the two. Think about the end of 1 Peter chapter 1. It speaks about the flower of the grass, how it withers in the sun and it fades away, but the word of the Lord remains forever. General revelation is corruptible in a way that special revelation is not. It fades away where special revelation remains forever. There is a categorical difference from that. So for the, so for the Christian worldview, well, we accept things like natural law. Well, we accept things like natural revelation or general revelation. Those things are subservient to special revelation. 
That is the higher authority. And we'll unpack as to why in future episodes in this uh, series on the Word of God. I invite you to share, like, and comment on this video as we continue to build the Christian worldview one minute at a time.